your body weight squat looks like hot garbage on a summer day, you don't want to start doing jump squats because now you're adding like like so many different elements into the mix on top of form that may not be the best. Thank you for tuning in to the Fit Smart Podcast. My name is JC Dean. I'm sitting here with my good friend and co-host, Roger Lawson. So today we're going to be talking a little bit about something that I think is good to start off on again. Uh, we took a long break from podcasting, but uh, something that's been circling back for us in our groups on Facebook and just in our writing and emails in general is being consistent. And a lot of times being consistent means doing whatever you have to do on a daily basis, even if it ain't perfect. And uh, we decided to talk about bodyweight training solutions today. And the whole idea built around the bodyweight training that we're going to be talking about is not having an excuse to miss a gym session when you have to miss a gym session. So what we mean by that is if you can't go to the gym for whatever reason, but you know you're supposed to train today, it's better to move, better to do something than to do nothing. And you can always, you know, do your gym session tomorrow or the next day. But the important thing is to build the momentum and not miss a session just for the sake of missing. And so why don't you start us off, Raj, and just kind of go over a little bit of the basics on bodyweight training versus barbell and dumbbell training that we're so used to. And just kind of talk about like how it differs and what are some things to, to think about, you know, whenever you are going to be adjusting on the whim or, you know, you have to go to the park and train because you can't get to the gym or whatever reason. Um, how does bodyweight training differ from standard barbell strength training? Yeah, for sure. So I think, I think this is super important just to clear up a lot of uh, misconceptions about uh, bodyweight training, just because it's easy to get confused and be overwhelmed by a topic that can be as expansive as bodyweight training. But the first thing I really want to talk about is just that it's different. And it, it should be different because they're two different tools. Like even though you're using your body to move external load in terms of when you're in the gym with barbells or dumbbells, it's a, it's a very different learning curve in terms of how to progress movements, how to make them more challenging. Because in the gym, you can just simply add more weight. as a And that's what a lot of people just focus on. They add more weight, add more weight or just add more reps. And while that can work with bodyweight training, there there needs to be a foundation of good movement before you can really start playing with too many different variations. Like, you don't if, you're, if your bodyweight squat looks like hot garbage on a summer day, you don't want to start doing jump squats because now you're adding, like, like so many different elements into the mix on top of form that may not be the best. And that's something that you can you can typically grind through in terms of um, when you're in the gym. But if body weights, which are your main form of training, when you can't go to the gym, you really want to focus on form and everything first. And I think that's the, the main thing I want to talk about in terms of that. And also how it differs from standard strength training is just that you can do it everywhere. So like you were saying earlier, J.C., when you can't make it to the gym and you feel like you're going, it's either all or nothing and you want to work, get away from that mindset and do something actionable, body weight training is always available to you. And it may not give you the same stimulus that you're used to getting in the gym, but that's fine because it's not, this isn't your sole 
form of training. So it's just a, you know, an adjunct to your already scheduled plan and, you, you know, something changed and you have to make adjustments. This is that adjustment. So you shouldn't look at it as something that's going to fill every gap possible. It's just something to get you through until you can resume as scheduled. And I think that's a, a big point to, to hark on because a lot of people, they feel like they can't hit everything with body weight training. So they're like, oh, this isn't as effective as a gym training session. So why should I do it at all? And it goes back to that all or nothing mindset. So have you have you had experience with that? Like I know mentally I have. Like even if I couldn't make it to the gym, I kind of looked at body weight training for a bit as like, ah, this is this is kind of whack. This is no, I'm not lifting 90 pound dumbbells or anything. This is, eh. and then I skipped it. But then the more I got into it, and the more I just actually experimented with it and played around with the different variables, the more I realized that, hey, this is still a great training effect I'm giving myself, and it's way better than not going through with what I planned. Yeah, I used to be in the same mindset because I would always feel like I can't do a certain movement, like a barbell movement or a dumbbell movement, and I had to resort to something like push-ups or pull-ups or lunges or bodyweight squats, then I was kind of just wasting my time, and I'd rather not put forth that effort when I'm not going to get anything from it. But the thing that changed the most for me was probably two or three years ago when I started to take some um, advice, and I actually got some programming from uh, Amir Siddiqui. You know, he's a, you know this, he's a super fascinating guy, he's super smart, uh, knows training in and out, and a lot of the programming that he would send me would have a, a a really hard mix of traditional barbell training and dumbbell training with bodyweight training. And at first, being like egotistical man, I kind of scoffed at it. But I knew that he knew what he was talking about. And so I decided to give it a shot. And I started to realize how taxing certain bodyweight movements could be especially when coupled with um, barbell training, like in the superset fashion. So even like body weight walking lunges can wear your ass out when you are, when you're supersetting that with barbell deadlifts or something like pull-ups or anything, right? So, so that kind of opened my eyes to realize like, hey, there is definitely some benefit to this outside of you know, the whole narrow view of like, I'm not going to get anything out of it since I can't load, you know, with, <laughs> with heavier weights. And then I started to uh, find myself in the parks and uh, working on more body weight stuff when I just didn't feel like going to the gym. And mm-hmm. to kind of make a long story short, like the, the epiphany moment I had was when I started to really pay attention to uh, maximal tension in the muscle and, and focusing on higher reps and getting that pump and and uh, really the mind-muscle connection and the activation, I could take my training uh, to, to greater levels just in body weight alone, especially doing supersets with, like, pull-ups and push-ups, uh, single-leg uh, squat-type stuff, um, lunges, jumping, squats, all those things. And I could get a really good session with, uh, you know, I couldn't load, couldn't load it super heavy, but I could shorten the rest periods and do, do um, high reps, really quick, high-intensity stuff and still get just as good or even more of a pump depending on what movements I was doing uh, just at the park. And that really opened my mind to start thinking a lot more about 
you know, just the one dimension of kind of going back to what we said earlier of just adding weight to the bar. Yes, we know that's one of the main ways to get stronger and to get bigger, but you can't add weight to the bar forever because if that were the case, we'd all be, you know, deadlifting 800 pounds and, and like nobody's you know, like, you know, it'd be easy, right? If you just add weight all the time, but you can't do that, obviously. So there are other ways to load. And, uh, but yeah, that was the biggest thing for me is actually having body weight training into, into my barbell training as a mix. And then I found myself, um, you know, even using like the TRX, like when we lived in Thailand together, you know, there was a couple of weeks when you really didn't have a gym membership and we would go use the TRX and we would, you know, get a pretty good workout at like six or 7am in the morning when we were so jet lagged that we just had to go do something. Yeah. And that, just to, to kind of go back to that point or to piggyback off that point, uh, just like, I want to touch on just the different w- different ways that you can use body weight training, just to give people some kind of sense of what they can do, like actionable today. Like if they, if they're listening to this and they're like, yo, I'm going to miss a gym workout today. I need to do something. Here's some things we can give you. So you can at least have some kind of foundation from which to start from and different and ways to play with the different variables that can still give you a good training effect. So you, you feel like you haven't just wasted your time. So the first thing I want to say is that, you know, there's only so much you can do without, let's say something like a TRX So TRX is great for using your body weight in a different manner than you'd be able to without any kind of equipment like that. So if you don't have a TRX, I would definitely look into something like that or the equivalent of that. There's a lot of them on the market now, but if you have access to that, then you'll be able to do things like pulling motions that you may not be able to do if you don't have either that or some kind of pull-up bar because without those pieces of equipment, you're not, you'd have to get really creative with how, like, you'd have to, like, hang under a table and try and do some real awkward-looking rows, which, you know, I'm not trying to do. So that's, those are options in terms of equipment. But if you don't have anything, it's just straight up you in your shoes. You don't even have clothes on. That's how bad it is. I would focus on things like push-ups, squats, lunges, um, explosive movements, um, it's like even things like jump squats, explosive pushups, if you're at that point, but even if you're not just moving your body in those patterns, such as like the pushup lunge and squat, those in mixing up the different, uh, exercises and let's say sets and reps. So for instance, let's say just to give you a sample body weight workout that you could do, let's these three, three exercises, let's say you have push up. You have bodyweight squat and you have lunges. So you could pair all three of those and do it in a circuit fashion, which would just be doing one exercise after another, resting at the end for a predetermined amount of time, then going right through it again. You could do, let's say, 10 reps of push-ups, 15 bodyweight squats, and 10 lunges each leg, either forward or backwards, whichever you're more comfortable with. Rest for about 30 seconds to a minute and repeat that for you know, four or five rounds. And that's way better than doing nothing. And that's just, and that's just the beginning of what you can do with bodyweight trainings. Cause that's just manipulating the variable of time, like in minimal rest periods between each exercise. And there's other variables that we could do. Let's say for instance, you could take the rest time out at the end. So that would pretty much condense. It would make it even more challenging. So let's say You know, you were resting for 60 seconds, you could lower it to 30, and if that was too easy, you could just take the rest out completely at the end and just go through each, the three exercises back to back to back, 
for the full four to five rounds. And that that's, again, another variable that we can play with such a like the rest time. Yeah, so that's a good, those are all really good points. And one thing I want to reiterate is body weight training can be really dynamic, meaning there are so many ways you can do it. But like Roger said, there you, you're really limited if you only have your body and nothing else. Like you don't have uh, any equipment like a pull-up bar. Um, a pull-up bar in itself can open up a, a wide variety of movements that you can do. So going to a park to do a body weight training session is going to be way more effective and you're going to be able to be way more creative than if you just try to do it in your living room. Um, another thing too, that he said was the TRX. There are various different types of, um, suspension trainers now that are way more affordable than the TRX brand, but that, that in itself can actually be like a gym that travels with you. I mean, we took it to Thailand, uh, I've used them in the gyms um, to supplement my training. Uh, Stephanie Lee, who is a friend of ours, uh, I took care of her her programming for the last couple of years, uh, barbell stuff in the gym, and as well when she was traveling the world for a year. She has maintained her strength and body composition using TR, you know, TRX suspension training trainer three to four times uh, a week, and it's really versatile so i would really think about it kind of expanding your ability to perform certain movements and use various techniques with that type of equipment let's talk a little bit more about frequency and we've kind of covered the variables as far as like time under tension and 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 the rest times and all those things but let's talk a little bit about frequency and what we tend to think is ideal especially if you uh, are not that familiar with bodyweight training or if you've just done mostly barbell training as far as frequency goes i'm of the belief that since since bodyweight training is not nearly as taxing as something like uh, heavy loads or squats or deadlifts or any type of gym training i, I feel like bodyweight training could be done more frequently without needing a lot of rest so bodyweight training in general is really helpful if you want to stay active. Like say you're on a vacation and you don't have access to a gym. You could do body weight training every day. You could you could do it multiple times a day if you wanted to, depending on what you were doing and what you had access to, without really taxing yourself so much to affect your recovery ability. And now that's not a blanket statement for everyone. I mean if you've never trained in your life, you've never done anything, body weight training is going to be really challenging. But if you're a veteran to barbells and gym training, then bodyweight training is going to be not nearly as taxing. So for me, I think, you know, frequency can be very high depending on what you're working on and your, your ability levels. But what do you think, Raj, as far as like frequency goes and, and also like, you know, kind of going back to the topic here, if you have to miss a gym session and you want to do bodyweight training, what do you think a good frequency is to, to mix that in with your barbell and dumbbell training? Yeah, I'm I'm of the same mindset just because it's it's less taxing on your central nervous system and your joints, which I think in terms of long term just taking care of ourselves, I think some form of body weight training or just movement should be done every day to a degree. Um, it doesn't have to be put into the box of, hey, I'm doing a workout. It can just be, hey, I'm moving my body in a way that is going to serve me in the long run. So in that in that framework, I think as often as you can do it without it feeling worn out from doing it, I think you should, um, in terms of even just mobility movements. And 
the good thing about bodyweight training is that a lot of a lot of our form can be kind of questionable as we are like experiencing fatigue and and heavy loads. So one of the worst things you can do is put a heavy load on top of really garbage form. So bodyweight training allows you to a see where your you know your limitations may be in a certain movement or where you are aren't moving as well as you'd like to and work on that through the consistency and just cleaning up that movement pattern. And then you'll find that when you do go back to the gym, you may just, you'll feel a lot better in terms of, oh, this movement, I've mastered it to a degree of just body weight. Now, when I add load onto it, it you, you find that it's just not as challenging in terms of, oh, my body's barely holding it together and doing this movement. Now you have more of the mastery over the movement pattern. And then when you add weight onto it, it just it improves your results versus just making you feel like you're in pain. So honestly, I'm with you in the same in the same boat in terms of frequency, and just realize that again, if it, this is your only source of training for a while, do it as often as you can, and as long as you don't feel worn out and you're not you're not feeling beat up because that's not what we're looking to do here. We want to get better, not just be sore. But if again, if it's just a training here and there when you can't make it to the gym or you're traveling, that's it. Just fit it in when you can and do what you can. Try to engage your whole body in each session. You don't want the typical, like, I'm just doing an upper body body weight session. You want to get the most out of your full your body weight session. So I would incorporate your full body. Like if you do it outside, things like sprints work. Um, and try to be explosive with your movement. So some movements can be slower. Some should be more explosive and faster. Engage your, your core, like things like such as planks, and try and do like bridging variations. Mix it all up and then see where you can, what you can do with the frequency. Yeah, I think all that's really good to think about. And going back to the doing it as much as you can, body weight movements and training in general is 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 a skill that you develop just like learning how to use a barbell correctly. And a lot of times when you start to do a movement that you're not familiar with, you're going to have a lot of motor control issues. Uh, Like if you're really good at doing a barbell squat and then you go to do a, like a Bulgarian split squat with body weight, meaning your rear foot is elevated up onto like a bench and your your front leg is out in in front of you and you, you do what looks like a lunge but it's a split squat. It it can be a very hard movement in the beginning to master because you're dealing with balance issues. You are not used to being in the position and a whole bunch of other factors that go into learning that new movement. So a lot of times I think we can use body weight to perfect certain movements that we want to do in the gym, such as lunging or split squats, something like that. And as Raj said, as you master the movement, you gain more control, and then you can begin to load the movement or do variations that make it harder. So you're not struggling during the variation. You're actually executing it very well and getting the most out of the movement. Just like any type of bodyweight training or any training in general, as I mentioned, it's a skill. And the beauty of bodyweight training is because it's not overly taxing, you can do it on a daily basis. And the more you do something, the quicker you get better at it because it's all about learning. It's about getting your nervous system to learn certain movements and certain patterns. And one thing I want to leave on this is think about gymnasts. The gymnasts that we see, especially, you know, who are competitive or even people that what they call the bar stars, like people in the parks that are doing all kinds of pull-ups and dips and, 
and chin-ups and single leg squats. Like these people not only move really well, but a lot of them are really jacked. And that comes from a ton of time training, obviously, uh, multiple years training, but it also comes from the increased and in, the increased frequency and the increased exposure to the training stress. So these people might not be super strong when you put them under a barbell to do a bench press or to do a squat, but their muscles are very well developed and they have a lot of musculature actually. And that's primarily because of the frequency and the load and the volume over time, because they're doing a lot more volume than someone doing a traditional gym workout, but that's only because they have to in order to get the same amount of stimulus. So I wanted to throw that out there for the frequency piece, because if anyone is listening, thinking, Oh, I can't get bigger. I can't get more aesthetic on body weight training. Uh, I would just say you're wrong. Um, Think a little bit more outside the box from that perspective because there are many people, uh, gymnasts included, that are getting quite big and actually quite strong using bodyweight variations. So jacked. So strong. (laughs) Yeah, man. Um, I want to leave the listeners with, you know, a couple of resources that they could look into if they want to continue to look into bodyweight training because we can't cover it all in just a podcast. And it's the thing you need to see versus just hearing some two, two swole dudes talk about it. But I'm glad to be able to introduce the topic to people that they may not have really seriously considered it. So um, one of my first exposures to bodyweight training was uh, Ross, Ross Enemite. And he has a reps, website, rosstraining.com. And he has a book called Never Gymless. It used to be this big binder kind of book, but I think you can get it digitally now. And it's, I think it's 12 bucks, but it's over 200 pages of body weight training programs, body weight exercises, and he goes through the whole rationale behind it. And when I was first starting off, I was like, this is dope. And then I did some of the workouts. I was like, I am going to die. So it really helped change my perception of what a body weight workout can be because he's all about the intensity. And that's really the, the main thing that you want to bring to every session, regardless of what you're doing. If it be it in the gym or just with body weight, is the intensity. And then also, um, if you want to like kind of talk about what you were going with with uh, gymnast, there's a program called uh, Gymnastic Bodies. I'm not sure if it's digital now. I know it was a a physical product before, but it's a U.S. gymnast coach, and he pretty much breaks down his system for training, you know, gymnasts. And he starts with the basic fun- fundamentals, which are just basic body weight exercise that we talked about today. And then he scales them up and teaches you how to vary them to get the best out of each movement. And then if you want to make it more challenging, more difficult, you can. And I I found it fantastic because there's a ring component to it as well, but I didn't even get too freaky with that. And I got a lot of value out of that program. Cool. Yeah. I want to leave a couple um, more uh, resources too, and we'll leave these all in the show notes. So if you are listening to this and you want to come back and find all this stuff, it will be on the show notes. For now, we're going to have it on just jcdfitness.com. I'll, I'll put up a, a blog post and put the show notes there. But uh, a couple more resources is also Gold Metal Bodies. They have some great uh, programs that are bodyweight training specific, and they have a component that's very focused on mobility and flexibility, which most all of us need. And it's really, really good. The progressions are easy to go through. Um, Actually, let's scratch that. They're not easy to go through. They're easy to understand. They do a really good job of explaining them 
but they can become quite difficult. So it's important to start um, where you're at, figure out, you know, where you need to start and then, and then take your time and do your best. But uh, it, their programs are really great. Another friend of ours, uh, Kate Galliette, has a program called Unbreakable Body. And the cool thing about her stuff is it's very mobility focused, but more so it's about getting your body to move the way it's supposed to move. So if you have dysfunction in your knees or your ankles or your feet or your shoulders, her stuff is all about figuring out that dysfunction and then helping you fix it through proper mobility and stretching protocols, which ultimately allows you to move through a full range of motion and get the most out of your training from that perspective. So we'll leave all those in the show notes so you can check those out. Thanks for uh, listening to uh, first episode in a long time. We'll be back shortly with a lot more to go over. And uh, yeah, we'll see you on the next show. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you loved it, please leave us a rating and a review on iTunes and make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a future episode.